Hey, and thanks for listening. This is Cute Girl Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Cute Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Bianca, and it's actually raining outside and I thought it was the perfect time to podcast. And it reminds me because I think for the last like few weeks, um, just my days have just been so influential. Like God has really been teaching me a lot and he's just done such a great work on my heart. And I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of experiencing a little bit of a burnout. And I thought, what perfect, more perfect time than this? Spring break is just around the corner. And I thought we'd talk about burnout and what a burnout from school or work or life in general could look like and why that calls for a major reset. And that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode, a burnout and how to get over it. I have talked about this before on the podcast. Um, I am a sophomore in high school. I'm a 16-year-old girl and I am really just sometimes it's hard to manage life personally for me I am managing school a social life balancing those two can already be hard but then I'm also balancing a podcast and a YouTube channel and just life in general and that's that's something and I think the first question that you could ask yourself is why are you exactly experiencing a burnout um and a few reasons of this could be because of a teacher or a coworker. I've definitely experienced having just such a big burnout from a teacher. I just, I've had really good teachers in my life, but there have definitely been a few that like definitely engrave some kind of memory in my brain. And I can really relate to that right now. And that sometimes it just makes school a little less enjoyable. Like, um, I think like on Friday, I literally... y'all know how I am I like to keep it very candid very real talk on this podcast and I experienced just I had a mental breakdown like I was not having it like I have just been really (laughs) oh my gosh I, I don't know it's like sometimes teachers teachers they're a whole topic but anyway that can really cause me to just like dislike certain classes Um, and it's sometimes hard to navigate around that. And then a few other reasons could be, are you experiencing a work or a school overload? I know like a lot of family members can go through this, maybe mom and dad or brother, sister, aunt and uncle. I mean, it's really hard, especially when you feel like you're just so overwhelmed by what's in front of you. And I think whatever your reasoning might be for experiencing your current burnout, Find your reasoning because there is literally no other way to treat a burnout other than finding your reasoning on why you feel burnt out. And even if you don't know why, then just say that. You don't know why you're feeling burnt out, but you are. But try your best to figure that out. I think it definitely makes uh, the next few steps a lot easier in treating a burnout. There is no cure to, to a burnout. At least I don't think so. I just, it's hard because... I think like I anytime I am burnt out I really just love to go into prayer like that is something that just really helps me um just like navigating through those feelings but it's hard because sometimes you don't really understand or you don't really know that you're burnt out I literally had you know I was like I was crying literally about things that I didn't even know were bothering me and then like I think like I just was acting like, oh no, like I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. And I wasn't aware of how hard I was like falling in these like areas in my life. And 
it all just came crashing down all at once. And that's just normally how a mental breakdown works, not just for me, but for any kind of person. Um, I always, I feel like sometimes I'm really prideful in my emotions. Like I will try to play it cool and I'll be like, oh, like it's fine. Like I've done that with breakups, like whether I've been broken up with or whether I've broken up with someone and like my family and friends around, like they ask me, they're like, oh, like, are are you okay? Like, are you good? Do you need some time away? And I'm like, no, like, I'm fine. Like, let's do this. Like, ah, like, let's get out there, you know? And so I often just, I was so, and still am, and I'm working on that, just trying to be a little less prideful in like admitting my feelings and admitting when I'm feeling hurt or when I'm mad, you know? And then when I never addressed those feelings, it just ended up crashing down so badly. Like it was the biggest slap in the face. I know a lot of people say you can't schedule your emotions and that's so incredibly true, yet I'd still do it. Like so contrary to any kind of advice that I was given. But anyway, I think just finding out your reason and not denying why you're burnt out. If if a coworker or a teacher is stressing you out, then say that. Like it's okay to be stressed out. And I think that would just definitely be one good step in that direction is just understanding your burnout and where it's coming like trace like do you see where i'm following like just tracing the roots and understanding why you are experiencing that burnout all right i'm coming in hot with number three and it might sound a little harsh but it is what it is oh my gosh do y'all hear that i uh podcasting in the rain is like a different it's a different feeling i'm i I really want to step outside and just watch but anyway um becoming organized I never understood the significance of being organized and um I think like I learned I really tried being as organized as possible when I was like 14 and then I like literally this can also cause a burnout so yes there is a such thing as being too organized and um I still have like my little quirks about like organization but I've I've really calmed down. Like I've seen it in myself. I've really calmed down. I've really improved and that's something that I'm so proud about. But a few examples of becoming organized can Oh gosh, what did You guys did not hear that. Anyway, a few examples of becoming organized could be managing your time to avoid like stress, uh upcoming anxiety, you know, things like that. I think like if you know that you have a test coming up or you have an important deadline at work to meet, manage your time. And I know that it's hard, especially like, cause you have the things that you're obligated to, but you also have the things that you want to do. And it's hard to balance that. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes you will have to prioritize and it sucks, but I think managing your time just, it's, it's almost like, no, it exactly is an investment into your future because you are, literally managing your time wisely um and i think like (laughs) i'm gonna tell a little bit of funny story but uh i was in english class like maybe a few weeks ago and i was saying how sometimes i like or or you in general you will not give 100 percent every day and that's just the truth because we're human and that's how it is but you still i got this from um Ali Yost on TikTok, love her. And she goes, even if you give 30% in every day, you still get you still gave 100% of that 30%. Thought it was like, I, I really love that quote. The quote is, you know, you give 100% of your 
I told that to my English teacher and he laughs and he goes, that sounds like a Michael Scott quote. And I said, what? Like, I don't know. I guess people have different opinions on that. But I wanted to say because when you manage your time wisely, you're almost guaranteed to give 100% all the time. And yeah, I, I emphasis on the word almost and not really emphasis on guaranteed because whatever. But I really found that like I was more productive I just found that like anything I did was just more effective when I like balanced and managed my time um, to what fit my schedule. And managing your time for you may not look like how Emma manages her time. Like everyone's idea of time management is different according to their schedules. But um, I definitely think like managing it wisely. That's really all I can say for this point because that's something that is so it's really an investment in your future and i highly recommend it and then i think like a second like a second sub point to number three is learning to switch on and off and i think um like some of something that can tie into this is social media so one rule that i have is i do not do social media after 5 p.m which i will admit i do break that rule almost literally every day but like anyway i just i never i feel like i just have seen so much change and just like me personally when i limited my time on social media um you can like use the screen time like thing on your phone even if you don't have ios and you don't maybe you maybe not have screen time just set an alarm and just like remind yourself to take breaks or just you know whatever like being on social media for okay like we're up the average person is up probably like 16 hours of the day being on social media for 16 hours is exhausting it will get exhausting and it will burn you out because you will do so unconsciously you will start to compare yourself to other people which those people are really just under they're really behind like presets filters highlight reels like it just after a while becomes so toxic i love social media and i like really this podcast and youtube which i hope that they could become my job one day because i love i love what i do and it yes it does have its perks it can get to people it's great it's amazing it's a great like tool i love technology but i do think that after like too much of anything is toxic and like a kind of like a like fun thing that i said was like if we all became addicted to vegetables like wouldn't we get so skinny but like i guess that's not how it works but anyway (laughs) i'm like some people just listen to this episode and just being like what is this girl like shut up like be quiet because you don't know what you're talking about um that is true but that's why this is cute girl podcast anyway i can make a whole we're getting off topic anyway but I think like just understanding the boundary between off and on is so important and this doesn't even have to do with just social media this could be your own boundaries and saying okay well I am going to uh say you go on vacation for spring break and you're like all right well I'm not going to answer emails I'm not going to answer any business inquiries like I am just going to chill I'm just going to do me like that is that's a good set of boundaries and that's you differentiating the difference between on and off because you're setting that boundary and that's really what the entire point is about and then the last point that i have about this sub point is 
being available and open to change. Um, this is something that I'm still working on. I am a person that I do not do well with change, hence why I have anxiety. And it's something that I struggle with a lot. Like I just, it usually takes me like a good month and a half to really get used to life changes. And it's hard and it's scary to talk about even. Um, but when you're available to that and you work through your stubbornness to change, that really does change your perception of a lot of things that can go around you. And um, I have a therapist and that's something that I used to be very like timid and just kind of like off about. I never really wanted to admit that, but I have a therapist and I'm putting that out there. He is great. He's amazing. Like him and I have worked t- together for like six months to really just like work through my anxiety and just so many other things that like I I'm so thankful that professional help is a thing like I've just heard of so many amazing things even like better help um and I think it's just so amazing and my therapist and I have really worked through me being more available to change which I which I think is so important because he made this a point and he goes Bianca you get scared about change all the time but you are not the same person that you were 10 years ago. You're not the same person that you were when you were born. Like you change, you do grow up and you do make it out of certain, you know, seasons of your life. And he pointed out that everything around us is changing. You know, yesterday was yesterday. We can never get it back. And tomorrow is not promised. And it's scary to think like that for me at least, but it is the truth. And the truth does hurt sometimes. And it is hard to face, but I think like getting professional help has really helped me understand that being available and open to change is great. And there's also a lot of good in that too. Um, And I think that that's just, you know, a few things that I have to say about being organized or at least becoming organized. Of course, there's such a thing as being too organized. Like there are just some things that you just can't organize. You just got to let them be. But I think like it's just so important to be organized because when it does come to a burnout and it does come to you know understanding like your like break time and just you know it really helps you to separate things from everything else okay uh i was kind of freaking out because this was supposed to be my second point but uh i messed up my notes for this but whatever i'm gonna keep going life goes on my second which was which is now my third point is resetting And this is so, so crucial in a burnout. I literally cannot begin to explain this. But in my next episode, I'm going to talk about a Sunday reset, what essentially that is. Um, But I wanted to kind of correlate a little bit of that into this episode and why that's so important uh, to experience in, excuse me, a phase of a burnout. Resetting is basically just establishing a break time away from what is giving you a burnout. This could be a vacation, this could be a getaway, this could be a staycation. You don't even have to leave your house or your bed. Like, this can just be something that gives you time away, hint, break time, like, from your current situation. Like, just getting time away is so, like, it's hard because I'm I'm a kind of person that I really I just love life and I love, you know, certain areas in my life, but it is hard because you do you do feel guilty sometimes. You do feel guilty for having to step away and there is a sense of pride that comes along with that. Um and it's almost attached. It's very it's very hard to just navigate through that, but 
break time is so important i'm a full believer that like if you don't if you're not giving yourself that time away like god wants you to rest you should want to rest and i understand if you shouldn't like if you don't want to because yeah i think like uh i talked about this a little on my last episode moms i know my mom she has such a hard time just relaxing and i find it so adorable but i'm also like i'm like mom sit down that was beyond weird because literally amidst me like being like talking about my mom she called me like so sweet um but yeah like my mom she has just such a hard time sometimes just like learning to relax and just yeah so I constantly have to just like be on her and like remind her um and yeah daughters like if your mom is like that like check in on your mom and like you know remind them hey mom like take it easy like give your because you we have to check in on our mom sometimes like i know moms are like they're super women and they oh actually happy uh international women's day like period i hate that they don't put it in the calendar like on ios or just like you know whatever but i put it in my ios calendar because um whoop whoop women's day so anyway happy women's day to all these resilient great beautiful and just dedicated women out there um y'all are great we are great and yeah you know we just we do so much anyway so yeah i think it's hard but understand that break that having a break and getting a break is good and then i think when it comes to me resetting amidst a burnout i really love to lean on god and i really just love to go into prayer and just understanding that that is okay and that god wants us to lean on him and that he longs for us to just depend on him um and yeah, you know, I think it's it's important to understand that we don't have to do life alone. And that's really comforting in itself. Um, and I really, I, re- I love to sleep sometimes, which right now I'm like, I don't, I'm kind of having a love-hate relationship with sleeping in. Um, I wake up at 4 a.m. for school because I like to work out and y'all, that thunder just... <laughs> it's comforting but it's also like oh anyways but anyway so i just i wake up at 4 a.m for school i like to work out i like to do self-care before school um and i do get tired sometimes like i was kind of shook because this weekend i literally slept 13 hours both sunday and saturday morning don't know how because normally i get like seven to eight hours of sleep a night but 13 hours like girl that was a little concerning but yeah so i think sleeping is such a good way to just reset especially after a burnout i think one of the best feelings is um coming home after a long day of work or school or whatever and then you're just you just take a nap it's a fat nap and you wake up and you're like oh you have marks all over you like that's the best that's the best nap in my opinion (laughs) I'm trying not to laugh into the mic because I know it makes like a breathing noise, but I can't help it. Like, I'm just so funny. Anyways, um, and then I think um, another point I'd like to make is turning off your phone. Like, again, screen time, like, obviously, but just like understanding that your phone is not everything. And I know a lot of people like their phone is like their office, especially now, like a lot of people are just working portably. And that's a beautiful thing. It really is. Um, but just understanding that your phone is a tool, you know, like, yeah, just, yeah. Anyway, and my last point that I kind of just shoved in here, I originally did not write this into my episode, but, um, I understood in the last year that asking for help is so important. Um, I'm gonna go a little personal here. I, at the end of my eighth grade year, I went through a pretty bad 
heartbreak and it was just really it took me it was like a six month it really felt like six months of darkness and it was not obviously things just didn't go my way and that just led me to having to ask for professional help and um I really just didn't know what I was going through. I had never been through heartbreak before. I literally have had crushes since like the day I was born. And I I get boy crazy. Like currently I don't have any desire to be in a relationship. I just feel like there's so much more to life than a guy. And um, I'd rather just wait for the person that God has for me. But I just am not, I don't, don't have a desire. I don't, I just don't care. Like I don't know why, but... I understood that heartbreak is a thing and that was hard for me to accept and especially when things don't go your way it again felt like a like the biggest slap in the face like a slap heard around the world because that was hard and um I remember like I just I worried my parents so much because my parents were just like this is not what God like he did not plan he does he's like this is not intended for you like by god and you know like my parents would just ask me like what can we do to help you and i didn't even know how to help myself there are times where you do have to help yourself and i didn't know how i feel like i was so focused on just helping other people which is great but i lost myself in the process and that was hard that was a really really dark time in my life and i battled with uh, suicidal thoughts with depression, anxiety, um, sorry, anxiety is something that I do still struggle with. And that is something that I am learning to manage and cope with because we love mental health awareness. And I really, you know, asking for help managing school, which this is important to mention that this all did happen, um, after like the pandemic, like when the pandemic first started, this is when I think everyone started focusing more on their mental health and um a lot of this just had to do with like middle school the friends that I had at the time just like the people that were in my life it just it was truly such an awful time and I just I don't talk about it as much because it was just it was so hard it was so awful and yeah and that really led me to understanding that resources around me are there for a purpose uh and some of these resources could be talking to a trusted friend a trusted adult a trusted family member lightning just struck so i know a thunder noise is happening pretty soon wait one two it's not gonna happen is it what's that thing like do you count how many seconds and that's like how many miles it is away does it actually work hold on <gasps> yes i was right period we love miseducated anyway but another thing that asking for help could look for is like oh did the lights just go out they went out for a split second. You guys, I wish you guys could see this like video form, but at the end of the day, not really because I, I really look questionable. I, <laughs> I'm really just airing it all out. But anyway, let me get through this sentence. I uh, did a few things like seeking professional help, joining support groups. One uh, thing that I really loved doing was, okay, so I used to do gain chats, like G-A-I-N chats on Instagram. And this is really good, like, if you want to boost your following. And I used to do game chats, and I ended up making a lot of friends through these game chats. And that was not my first intention at first. But we ended up talking a lot on mental health and what is what good mental health looks like. And 
um just understanding that i could gain support from people my age and even people younger and older than me because i am older than almost all of my friends and (coughs) oh my gosh allergies anyway i'm older than a lot of my friends and i um really struggled with the idea that young people can teach older people like that's a thing uh my best friend skyla she is about a year and a half she's like a 2007 baby like oh she's so young and um she has taught me so much more than i feel like i've ever taught her she has just been the biggest role model to me like I feel like she would be a better mentor than I could ever be to her. Like, she is just so wise. Her words, I mean, she is everything. And she does it so well. And I, she really opened my eyes. And she really humbled me. Because younger people can, in fact, teach older people. Just because you're older does not mean that you can teach younger people more. Like, trust me when I say that. Um, And yeah, this episode did run a little longer than I did expect it, but burnout is such, it's a thing that I want to talk a lot more about in the future because that is something that I didn't even know it existed. Um, Keeping our mental health in tip-top shape is so important, or just as as much as we can. And um, yeah, and I think it does call for a major reset, but also just like questioning what it is um, and just giving yourself that time away. So I really hope you guys did enjoy this episode. Um, there was a lot of just like thunder, uh, one sneeze, um, just everything, but just aside from all that, I hope you guys did enjoy this episode and I will see you in the next.